0: 25,000 Twitter followers, 87,000 Facebook fans, 370,000 Instagram groupies. She's quite the sensation. But Paris might be a little overexposed because she's entangled in one of the most mind-bending internet intrigues of all time, an elaborate, catfish scam. It's the worst case of catfishing we've ever seen. A celebrity imposter who blackmailed and harassed other young women in a cruel fraud that went on for years. Her lies finally unraveled, but the damage was already done. What exactly does catfishing mean? A catfish is someone who uses internet profiles to interact with people online, usually pretending to be either a version of themselves or someone entirely different. Why, You're... For years she pretended to be anyone but herself. You harassed people online, your best friends. Masquerading as Australian actor Lincoln Lewis to lure and con unsuspecting female victims who believed they were in a relationship with the celebrity. You're a catfish. You're probably Australia's worst catfish. And remember her face because this catfish has been caught. Welcome to... The Get Connected Podcast. Well, thank you for connecting with the podcast again. I'm glad that you're here. And before we get into today's topic, I just wanted to say that it is World Mental Health Day as of the recording of this episode. It is a day to have compassion and listen and have courage and talk and to shed a positive light on mental health. And with that, I'm actually going to talk about that today. So I'm glad you're here and uh, let's get straight into it, shall we? So to start off today's episode, we listened to some clips from news sources about the issue of catfishing the scam artists that are creating these fake accounts online to try and lure people in to get them to do whatever they like. It might be to give them money. It might be to create false hope and maybe, uh, maybe make fun of them and mock them. This, this thing is happening worldwide right now and it's especially prevalent in today's young generation. Um, it's really A really worrying thing that is happening right now and I'm not going to talk too much about catfishing I'm going to talk about my subject in a sec but those clips are real (laughs) Um, if you want to just look up on google and youtube these stories about catfishing some embarrassing ones some funny ones um, some people that are getting pranked by their friends obviously um, I wouldn't encourage doing that Uh, of course it does have its uh, bad side, of course, but uh, catfishing. If you haven't heard of catfishing before, um, have a look at it. Look at some news articles. Quite devastating, some of the stories. But um, today's topic is quite interesting. The topic that I want to talk about is this word called sad fishing. Similar to catfishing, but it's called sad fishing. Now, I've never heard of that word up until recently when. I read a news article which I'll touch on in a sec, but the similarities between sad fishing and cat fishing are pretty close actually. And I wanted to talk about this topic because it was something that's close to me and I haven't really heard about it too much in terms of mental health and depression. Uh, one in five Australians are affected by mental illness, yet many don't seek help because of this uh, stigma. "Quote unquote stigma uh, in Australia, and very much so is it feels like there is, uh, but I'm glad that it's being talked about a lot more now. I mean, I I struggled with mental uh, illness, uh, with depression, and and you know I sort of coming in in out of it now, but uh, I feel like I've got a lot of tools, and I hope to talk about one of those tools that helped me um, in this episode. And so, the idea of sad fishing came from this new a news article that I read about." And it involves, uh, believe it or not, of all people, Kendall Jenner. If you don't know who that is, you're not missing out on much. It's, It's fine. But Kendall Jenner teased on social media that she was ready to reveal her most raw story yet this year. And it sent all of her fans into a spin. It sent them all into this big spiral of concern. What's happened? Is everything okay? But... Uh, You know, was this world's highest paid model struggling with her mental health? Was she coming out? Was she, was something happening in the background that no one else could see? Well, no. (laughs) Turns out that she just signed a new deal with the skincare brand Proactive and was sharing her debilitating struggle with acne to advertise its pimple cream. The anti-climatic stunt became known as sad fishing. This is where that word popped up. I thought, that is very interesting. Sad fishing is where someone makes exaggerated claims about their emotional problems to attract sympathy, to attract attention, and to attract followers. Now, research is saying that this is becoming a problem for young people. A article that I found inside this news article, you can find it on news.com.au, it says this. It says, sad fishing is being reported by young people as a growing behavioral trend, which they are finding hard to manage. Now, I thought that was really interesting because now we can see these young people are being on the receiving end of this, quote unquote, sad fishing. And they don't know what to do. They are feeling manipulated and deceived. You know, this person is trying to attract sympathy from these individuals. They're trying to attract attention and followers. And it's causing a real problem in this young generation. And I thought that was quite interesting because I've been both the person that's sad fishing. And I know it sounds awkward and sad to admit, but I have been that person. But I've also... Uh, in the most recent few years, been on the receiving end of someone who was quote unquote sad fishing, and so I thought this would be an interesting subject to dive into today. So let let let's dive into it. Let's let's share a little bit about my personal story, and keeping in mind that catfishing idea, what they talked about, what that was involving, you know, deceiving the people, and now we talk about sad fishing. Now, I myself went through depression probably about I started off around 12 and throughout my teenage years and it's sad to admit but i have done this manipulation tactic to get people to pay more attention to me now i didn't realize that at the time of course that was just something that i was going through but looking back that's definitely definitely something i did Now this was well before I was initially diagnosed This was probably about a year or two After I was diagnosed with depression But I began to try and manipulate people To try and care for me To try and think that I was important You know, trying to be the center of attention Not in the correct way um, Not by building friendships and caring for one another But trying to get people to have sympathy for me Because I'm sad and I've got depression And oh, poor, poor me, you know so I use that to manipulate people to get what I wanted, and now, also being on that receiving end of that, it's actually quite uh, a painful thing to experience. It's quite a draining experience when you're being trying to when you're trying to be manipulated, especially by someone who you love or someone close to you, a friend, uh, a family member, or even a close work colleague. This sad fishing is. It's very real. But the thing is, I haven't really heard much about it. That's why I thought I'd talk about it. And so before diving in deeper, I must state that I am definitely not a mental health professional. Um, I don't have any training. I don't have any um, certificates or anything like that. I'm just purely going off uh, the experiences that I've had in my uh, walk in life but also drawing from experiences and also reaching out to other people um, to get some some knowledge and and research from them about this top uh, subject. But I must state that if you are struggling with depression and you haven't talked about it, I encourage you to go and talk to someone about it. Begin that path of seeking professional help. I cannot state this enough before diving any further. If you are struggling through a dark time you haven't told anyone about it. It's it's okay to speak up. It's okay to talk to someone. It's okay to look for help. And so if that's you today, I encourage you, just begin to make that journey of speaking to someone that's close to you and talk about these, these thoughts, these feelings that you're having right now. And know that it's okay to need help. Not all of us are perfect. We all struggle through something it's and and you should never struggle alone always try and reach out to someone so if that's you i encourage you to do that so sad fishing is very similar to the catfishing in terms of the manipulation side of things you know we we heard at the start that someone was creating a false account to try and manipulate to try and deceive people into giving them money or to have Uh, this false hope of love and getting attracted to someone and having a relationship with someone only to find out that that person's not real and they've been trying to deceive them and scam them for something. But I just wanna now share my own uh, story on another level, uh, a little bit deeper. But this was about one to two years into depression. I unfortunately wanted it my way. And if I didn't get it my way, I'd make sure that the other person felt guilty about it (laughs) you know it's it's such a hard thing for me to talk about it now because it's kind of like embarrassing but sort of like i believe i used to do that but yeah I, i i honestly try and make people feel bad for me for not for them like not wanting to care for me obviously they've got their own life to worry about and little of me didn't understand that because in this mindset And this selfish mindset that I had is that the world revolved around me. I had depression. I was sad. And everyone needed to care about me. And everyone needed to know that I was sad. And there is a lot of unspoken damage when it comes to depression. Saying things like, and I use this as my own sort of, this is what I used to say. uh, Things like, you don't like me why do you hate me, why are you ignoring me, you'll see weird trends like um, posting something then subtracting it on social media it might be something controversial, saying outrageous things to get attention on social media, uh, you'll see weird and strange trends of this person blocking and unblocking you. Um, and again, I'm drawing from my own personal experience that I used to do that. I don't know why. I guess I was just trying to seek attention from people, saying, Oh, like trying to get people to say, Are you okay? Is there anything I could do? Can I come see something like that? You know, I do silly things like this to try and get that uh, attention. And, you know, sad fishing and and depression, at, uh, in about one to two years, as I said, into that stage, you know, I even began to swear and disrespect my own parents. The very ones that were actually doing something about my uh, disease that I had, the, the depression state of mind, they were, they had no idea what to do. And I don't blame them. I mean, I was just a quiet kid that would lock themselves in his room. If he tried to do anything or take away my gaming, I'd swear I'd get aggressive and disrespect them and swear at them. But they did their best efforts and I'm th- I think, I'm very thankful for that. Um, they took me to a psychologist to, to get help. I I went on medication uh, for a little bit there and and those things do help for sure. And so, not only was I the sad fisher, but uh, I've also been victimized, I felt, like being on the receiving end of this this sad fishing uh, thing. You see, I've been on the receiving end of it, Probably it was probably about a few years ago and I've never felt so emotionally drained now if you've been on the receiving end of this you know exactly what i mean constantly trying to meet a never-ending need while sometimes even neglecting my own needs because you want to make sure this person's okay you want to keep following up with them you want to make sure that everything's okay but it's never ending it just never stops and you know what? This this attitude can actually infect you. It felt like I was even getting a little bit of what they were going through in my mindset. You know, I, I mentally just was in a dark place. I physically was sort of felt trapped. I, I felt like just this negative, era. <laughs> it's probably the wrong word, but there's n- this negativity was just infecting my own life. And... The reason why I went through it is because I thought I was legitimately helping them, but in doing so, I was really just damaging my own life. The old saying, hurt people, hurt people, <laughs> really comes into play when dealing with someone who is really struggling with this in their own life. So if you've been on the receiving end, just remember that hurt people hurt people. And that's that's very true. But I must note that if the situation has gotten to the point where this this person is constantly, um, I guess, trying to manipulate you, trying to uh, get you to spend more time with them because they're depressed. Uh, to say the least, and this is hard for me to admit because I struggle with this still to this day, but if this person has gotten to a point in their depression and they're starting to self-seek, they're starting to manipulate they're trying to uh, deceive you this individual isn't struggling this individual isn't even wrestling with their condition i'd say based off my own personal experience the individual has given up they've given up they're, they've totally they've accepted that they're depressed. Uh, They don't believe there is any other option. They don't believe there is any other life. They've just given up. Now, this is coming from someone who went through this. This is coming from someone who (laughs) who actually did this myself. But I want to say that you can actually fight this. You can actually get through this. And just to understand to the listener, if someone is doing this, They may or may not realize that they're doing it, but just understand that you can actually fight this thing. The sad fishing, the selfishness, the individual can control that. So the individual has given up and now the only mindset they have is that if I'm miserable, if I'm going to be this way, I'm going to make sure that everyone knows about it. You know what I mean? And if you know someone that's like that, you sort of, yeah, you know what I mean. And I've been there myself. So when they've gone into this sad fishing state of mind, this can cause a lot, a lot, and I repeat, a lot of hurt for families, friends, and colleagues. In fact, it can even cause you to lose your job just because you're constantly like, it's all about you, you know, you can cause yourself to make rash decisions you know you're so emotionally charged that any little thing will set you off and this is a really dangerous place to be and so why is it important for us to know this this idea of sad fishing well the reason is important is to help identify these selfish deceptive type of behaviors in yourself or in a loved one or someone close to you And to be mindful that this isn't something that's your fault, but it's something that needs to be worked on. Now, it can be worked on, but the real question is, do they want to work on it? Because that's going to take work. (laughs) And so if you identify this trait in an individual, it'll help with communicating. It'll help you with sympathizing with this individual and allow a conversation to be had where you can lead them to speak to a professional or local GP or seek help from, you know, various organizations like Beyond Blue about depression. Now, for me, my depression, um, my personal testimony is that I was bullied. I really struggled with school. I had a a very um, (laughs) not so nice background to say the least, but there was something that did come my way. And this was through a friend friend that had something that I didn't have. They had peace. They had hope. They had love. They had, uh, you know, everything going for them. I didn't know what it was. And it really sparked my interest. I really wanted this because my life was dead. My life was dark. And when you're in depression, it feels like you're in this, this, this dark hole and there's no ladder to get you out. There's no rope so you can pull on to get out of this hole. But It's just dark. There's nothing there. However, when I hung out with this particular person, I seen something that they had that I didn't have. Now, for those who have listened to my earlier episodes, you know that I'm a man of faith and this is how I became a follower of Jesus. In fact, I hated the idea of going to church. I hated the idea that um, people actually wanted to go to church. Uh, Yeah, you know in the school that i went to was a christian school and i'd be the kid that'd be drawing like pentagrams and devil signs in their bible you know this is <laughs> just you know i hated the stuff but the individual my friend that was um living a christian life he believed it, he followed it he was dedicated he had something that i didn't have and i wanted this for myself and so Long story short, I ended up going to a church service and I heard a, a powerful story from someone who was saved from their own depression, a life of drugs and alcohol, and I thought there is no way that 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 individual could go through something like that and be okay. And and so this individual gave what's called an altar call where you come out the front and and give your life to God now. I didn't give my life to God that day. Um, I was a shy kid. I didn't want to come out to the front of this massive altar. I was like, no, thank you. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> I'm just going to wait another day. And I felt like I missed my opportunity. But thankfully, I got to go to the church again uh, a week later. And I gave my life to God. I surrendered to him. The idea that there is someone greater than me, but that that person that is greater is stronger than the depression that I was going through, that loved me for who I am, that's who I surrendered my life to. Proverbs 3 verses 5 to, 6, uh, 5 to 6 says this, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. I didn't have a lot of understanding. And when you're in a depressive mindset, uh, mindset you, you really don't. Your thoughts are very messed up. You can't make decisions properly. and it's a really dark, 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 dark thought pattern. and it's predominantly negative. <laughs> and it continues. It says, "In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. And I guess I first jumped onto that road uh, way back in 2009 and my life has completely changed. My paths have been made straight in saying that, of course, I do struggle from time to time with depression, but surrendering myself to someone that is greater than me, that was greater than my depression, that was greater than my life that I had been living, that is greater than all the terrible circumstances that I was brought up in, that changed my life. Psalms 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet. You see, I was walking a very, very dark life. In fact, I thought my life was no longer worth living and I thought, what's the point of living anymore? And I had many thoughts of taking my own life. But this Psalm is so beautiful. It says, Your word, the word of God, is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And as I surrendered my life to Jesus, I believe that light came into that dark place, lifted me out and put me on a solid rock. I had a solid foundation now in my life. I was more stable. I no longer needed my medication. I no longer needed to see a psychologist. It was if I was in that dark hole and (laughs) it was Jesus that brought down the ladder and and helped me out of that place. And I really thank God for that. And I believe that God can do that for you as well. Absolutely, without a doubt. And if you want to talk to me about that in my personal story, I mean, that's just a a little snippet of it because I don't want to talk about it too much. But if you want to hear about that more, I'd be more than happy to speak to you about it. Just reach out to me on Instagram and we talk about that. But to summarize this subject, I want to talk about a couple of things to help You, if you're going through something like this, if you're the one that perhaps as I've been talking, you've identified that you've been that person that's sad fishing, I want to help you. I want to give you some suggestions. And for those who have been on the receiving end of this, I want to also give you some suggestions as well. So let's start off. If you've identified that you've been the one that's doing this. You're, you're reaching out to people, trying to cause people to like you more, to get them to sympathize for you more, and you're starting to deceive people. Let's, let's start off with that. So number one, the suggestion I give is, number one, to speak to someone you are close with about getting help. Um, there's nothing wrong with asking for help, and I really, really encourage you. If you haven't talked to anyone about this before, these things that you're going through, reach out to someone number two is to evaluate the things that are in your life so there are things called depressants that actually increase that depressive mindset such as drugs and alcohol but i'd even go further than that to say things like what are you listening to the music that you're listening to the negative music that you listen to this is something that Again, part of my testimony, this is something that God dealt with me straight away as I began to follow after him was the music that I was listening to. Social media. (laughs) I don't even have to say much about that. You know that social media is just a cesspool of negativity. You know Things that you're watching, gaming, even the very news that you read, what are the things that are in your life that are so negative? Perhaps it's time to get rid of those things. Number three, research and read more about depression. It will definitely help you to better understand it. It will give you some pointers. There's amazing information out there on how to get help. Uh, You know, I said it before, Beyond Blue, uh, lots of organizations out there that give you free information on uh, how to get help for that. Number four, a great one: exercise outside for thirty minutes a day. If you're blessed to have the beach near you, uh, near you, just go out and sit and watch the waves, man. It's it's so great. Uh, you come to appreciate life a lot more. Uh, number five: find someone you can be accountable to. Now, this one's this one's going to hurt your pride. This one's going to hurt you uh, a little bit more than the other ones. But find yourself someone. Uh, you can be accountable to. So this person will pull you up to say, hey, you're you're on that negative train again. Um, you know, I'm here for you, but I just want to let you know that you're starting to drift off a little bit. Um, having that person is so beneficial, I think. Um, and I think that's a great suggestion to find someone to be accountable to. And lastly is to pray and meditate in the word of God. Let those things be on your mind at all times the word is a lamp it's that light onto the path if you start drifting off into the darkness again it's time to get back into scripture start reminding yourself about scripture start to dwell on scripture and the things that god has for your life and of course talk to him <laughs> now the suggestions for those who have been on the receiving end that have perhaps felt victimized. I've only got some simple ones for you because I don't really have a lot to to say um, because it's a very cautious sort of area and you need to be careful. Um, The first one is, the most important one is reassure them that you want to help them, but also let them know that they need to be willing to want to help themselves as well. Because if they don't want to help themselves, they're constantly going to be stuck in this sad fishing mindset and it's just going to destroy everyone around them and I say this because I've experienced this myself I've done it myself and it is not pretty but also just encourage them to seek professional help I I, I 100% believe that some people do need psychology some people do need medication and that's okay absolutely okay but just reassure them that you want to help them but if they're not willing to help themselves, it's really hard. Suggestion number two, if they are becoming too invasive of your time and your privacy, it's time to have the conversation of setting some boundaries. You need to look after yourself as well. That's that's just the fact of life. You need to be careful of yourself. Number three is to go on a walk and talk. Just take them outside, you know, go for a walk, talk about life, talk about positive things, you know, showing gratitude, um, teaching them how to be thankful for the very things that they have, you know. uh, When you're in that selfish mindset, it's so easily to forget all the good things that you have in life. Um, So that's a really good one. And the last suggestion, number four, is to pray for them and pray with them. It's a very lonely life to live when you have depression. And it's, as I said, it's a very much like a dark hole. And so if you do have someone that's going through this, or if you are close to someone that's going through this, don't be afraid to pray for them. Don't be afraid to be with them, talk with them, encourage them. And so that's pretty much it for this topic of sad fishing. It's a heavy topic, I understand, and, you know, I thought it'd be a good topic to talk about on the mental health day. And so I hope that um, these tips have been able to help you. Again, not a mental health professional, but I've definitely experienced this. I haven't heard anyone talk about this myself. I've just sort of seen it happen. I've had the self-awareness to see that I've done it myself. And I'm trying to be better at it and to stop it, trying to have a positive outlook on life. And so if you wanna reach out to me, you wanna talk to me about this topic and maybe you need some help on how to deal some situations, I can uh, share from my own personal experiences, but there are plenty of people you can reach out to. I've been reaching out to Radiant Campaign. I'll link them in the show notes. They've been very helpful. They've got the training and they've got the knowledge to help with uh, this very topic. And so... I want to end this episode by saying thank you for listening. I hope this has been insightful for you. I hope you have a blessed day. Keep smiling. Keep having an attitude of gratitude. And I look forward to getting connected with you in our next episode. Have a good one. See you later, guys. Bye.